And it shall come to pass that what men made shall be shattered, and the shadow shall lie across the pattern of the age, and the dark one shall once more lay his hand upon the world of man. Women shall weep, and men quail, as the nations of the earth are rent like rotting cloth. Neither shall anything stand nor abide. Yet one shall be born to face the shadow. Born once more as he was born before, and shall be born again. Time without end. The dragon shall be reborn, and there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth at his rebirth. In sackcloth and ashes shall he clothe the people, and he shall break the world again by his coming, tearing apart all ties that bind. Like the unfettered dawn shall he blind us and burn us. Yet shall the dragon reborn confront the shadow at the last battle, and his blood shall give us the light. Let tears flow. Oh, ye people of the world, weep for your salvation. Welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for The Great Hunt. I'm your host, Will Cowan, and with me is my co-host and good friend, Steve. I would like to be referred to as Count Steve. I recently purchased a, uh, a high-quality, <laughs> yeah, gothic, <laughs> 18th-century vampire robe that I will be wearing for the remainder of at least the year, if not just the foreseeable future. I- but I don't have it yet, but just because it hasn't arrived does not mean that I'm not a count. You know what, man? I'm so happy for you. When you showed me that you were buying yourself a big old vampire robe, I was like, you're, 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 living, you're living your truth, you know? I'm living my best life. Your best. No one can no stop one me. can stop you. There's no, there's, no, uh, there's no significant other around to say, hey, hey, think about what you're doing. Hey. Hey, I care about your decisions. <laughs> Maybe you should reevaluate this and not waste your money. No. It's, I don't it's need a wild that. card. I don't have that. I love it, man. No I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you to have uh, that robe. And I'm more excited to get into our very first chapter. So we've already done our predictions, and now we're doing our prologue. And I got to tell you, man, like I, I texted you the other day. This is like coming home for me. You know? Like we did that. It is like coming home. It's like sweet home Alabama. You know, you get home, you're there, and and Papa's got a brand new bag <laughs> and a picnic. Mama's got a picnic. Little Joey's there. It's, the point is, it feels like a warm hug. And especially after Dune felt like thousands of tiny needles being injected into my hand at once. Oh. This warm hug is very nice and very refreshing. 
I also very quickly had no idea what the fuck was going on again, too. But I think that's just me. I think that's just my M.O. Yeah. I think that's my brand. <laughs> it's just, no, I don't know what's going on. This first book, this first chapter, ugh. And that's kind of how I built my brand, so I can sort of just, you know, ride on through I mean, this. it's kind of like you're, the whole thing you've been about since I've met you, you know? Every time I see you, you're just kind of like, you're just kind of getting what's going on, but not really, you know? Hey, <laughs> it's my prophecy, my philosophy, right? Hakuna Matata. <laughs> this is how I live my life. Let's get into it, man. We've got, we've got so much to talk about. I've got so many questions. I, like you, when I look, first read this chapter, actually for the first like couple pages, I didn't know what was kind of going on. I kind of had to reorientate myself, kind of get the sand out of my ears and uh, place yeah, myself yeah. back into... Uh, the world of Wheel of Time, and man, there, there. I missed it. I was, I was really like, I really wanted to fucking read this book like six months ago, but you were like, no, we have to read Dune. Man, I. So I've apologized. So fuck you. I apologize. I apologize to you already. I apologize to our many fans. I don't even remember what's happening. <laughs> like I don't even know. I had no idea. Like I, I like. I, All right. Let's just get into it. I guess. All right. Well, no. No. Ah! I want to talk about the cover of this book. Okay. Let's talk about the cover of this book. What are your issues with the cover of this book? The cover, the variation of the one that you and I both found by chance, by fate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the streets. <laughs> uh, there's a lot going on. Because we've got Rand's holding like a horn. Yep. And then we got, uh, who is that, Egwene? That's got to be, Moraine? I think that's probably Moraine. I think Moraine's got dark hair. Why is she dressed like that? Why did they draw her like that? It looks like she's wearing a nightgown. It, it is weird, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Like, it looks like she's... It's a very odd choice. She's a wizard. She just rolled out of bed. Either way, even if... Ready to go. Yeah, that is a, like, that's a nightgown. <laughs> that's an odd choice, and I, I'm not here and for it. And then is that loyal? That I think that's loyal. But here's here's another question I have. Isn't Moraine on the original, like the Eye of the World cover... Like the one right next to Lan, and isn't she blonde in that? Yeah, the one that you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the one. I, isn't she what? Isn't she? I've got it right here. Is she blonde in that? She's like, uh, she's like, uh, like gingery or light brown, maybe. But definitely not yeah, light not, brown. Not as dark hair. Definitely not that dark brown. Like absolute. Like they do not look like the same person at all. Going by this, does Egwene have brown hair? It could be Egwene. I'm gonna look it up real. But you know what? Back to the Eye of the World cover. I don't know if I ever said this before, but. Do you have your? You don't. You don't have no. it. But the 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 covers we're talking of. It's the the cover that our that our podcast cover spoofs. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because whoever it is in the back, I think it's Rand, but he really looks like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> you know, I like, I saw I know. <laughs> I, I, I know because I I've seen it before and I've I think I saw somebody else tweet that. I think I saw it on Twitter time uh, Twitter feed. Uh, so I'm gonna read somebody. It. It's mine. Somebody pointed that out, and yeah, he does look like uh, uh, Nicholas Cage. So I just also looked it up. Uh, Egwene has brown hair, so it could be Egwene. Confirmed. So, All right. Well, we'll see you back tomorrow for chapter one. <laughs> We're wrapping it up, baby. <laughs> of the Great Hunt. All right. But I want to say on this. So back to this cover. Like, who's the sneaky guy in the back with the horns? What's he doing sneaking around? That I don't know. Is that Ingtar? I don't know who that is. That could be somebody. 
Is that uh? Is that Tom? Is that Tom? Tom's got horns. Oh, doing a little sneaky, doing a little. I don't um, you know, wearing a mask and being like, I don't know, I'm not Tom. And then he's like, <laughs> then, eventually, he's like, at the end of the book, he's like, hey, I'm gonna. I, ah, look at me, and he starts. No, 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 the most, his loot. The most interesting thing I think about this cover is if you open the book and expand the cover and look at the back, we see a bunch of knights. A bunch of warriors with helmets with goat horns on them, hiding behind rocks. And are they? So are they? Are they about to attack Rand and company, or do they have like uh, some goat mercenaries or something that are protecting them? Cool. I guess. I, can't I wait. guess we'll have to find out. All right. I don't think I'm going to add any of that to my predictions, but it's definitely something we'll, we'll I'm get, excited. We'll for. get to. We'll get to. Uh, adjusting our predictions at the end of this episode we're already but let's keep moving forward here so i want to kind of summarize this this chapter uh very very briefly spend the next two minutes uh just kind of going over the main plot points so in this chapter make it three minutes oh you know what i think i will make it four no we're already two we're already running out of time fucking care about it look people people are driving people are on the way they're on on the way to work right now right they don't have time yeah, they're walking from their bathroom to their office. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so we we start this chapter off meeting this guy who is only referred to in this chapter as the man who calls himself Bors. And the man is, who calls himself Bors, which almost definitely means his name isn't Bors. No, definitely not. In fact, this could be... Actually, we don't know who who this guy is. But I have some, I have some, I have some theories that might be shocking. Tom. So, well, yeah, that's actually my theory. (laughs) Shocking. I know. All right. So the man named Bors, he is inside, he is participating in this dark friend party. And during this dark friend party, he notices a few different people from different (laughs) parts of the land. And it's just, it's just like eyes wide shut. It's like that scene. Oh yeah. It's super creepy. It is. Dark it's... friend parties are oof. everybody's masked. Nobody really knows who they who they are. Boris is kind of like putting on this hunch thing to kind of hide his height and his uh like sort of like his stature in a way so people can't point him out from what he looks like. Because uh, Tom is a very large man. You're exactly right, man. In fact, what makes it what makes anybody think that this isn't Bella? Hmm? Yeah. You know, or this, uh, Mandarb, or Mandarb. You know, I'm not. I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it is. But I'm not saying that it isn't. All we right? currently have nothing pointing against it. So continue. All right. So he's in this dark friend party. He notices a whole bunch of different people. He notices a couple eyes that die. I think that's pretty interesting to point out. I think that will play a part late going going into the future, uh, just by looking at their uh, rings that they have on their hands. And then while during this party, a couple of trollocs come in with a mirror draw, and they bring in this uh, guy who's claiming I, that he's Be- Balzamon. We don't know for sure if it yeah, is, but he's claiming we don't that know, he is. But then, hmm, guess what? He prob- probably is. It probably is. Do you think he is? <laughs> I th- I think so, or it is some sort of. I like, actually don't think it is. What makes you think that we saw Balzamon in the last book? You know, maybe it was somebody pretending. I don't know that he appeared in people's dreams made of fire and ripped flesh off of 
Wizards are wizards, man. Evil wizards can do evil shit. Again, they're everywhere. So, they're everywhere. So mm. what this Balzamon guy does, he he basically addresses the crowd and he's like, we're going to be looking for these three Taverin. And he uh, channels, I guess, uh, three images of both of all three of Rand, Matt, and Perrin. Perrin. And Bors- it's essentially like a uh, a blacksmith. What is it? Blacksmith. Yeah, blacksmith, uh, uh, a tricky looking fellow, and a, a very trickster. handsome boy with a with a sword and that a, he's like and that a doesn't mean boy. it. And handsome boy with a sword that he's like that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> Moving on from that, blacks- sword. <laughs> bring me the blacksmith, the trickster, and the handsome boy. <laughs> what is this? Baron Harkonnen's back? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Here we go again. So. Balzaman is kind of like letting everybody know that you got to be looking for these three. And if anything, you have to capture them. Don't kill them. Capture them. Because they're one of these guys is the Dragon Reborn. And they're going to be very, very important for, you know, kind of taking over the world and stuff. So that's very important. And he spends, this Balzaman guy spends some time with, I think, a few of the guests. Or maybe even, I couldn't really understand what was happening. I think it was maybe even like... Uh, telepathy sending messages to everybody in the room going like these are your tasks and one of that one of those tasks were for boars was to go back to Terabon and wait for these kids and at that same time Balzamon is pumping images into boar's head that involves a wolf uh, I think the Horn of Elir. I think there's a girl in that in that image as well. But Boars doesn't know what any of that means. There's just loaves of bread, wheels of cheese. There you go. Hey, there it is. Let's hear that cheese alarm. <laughs> that seems like a forced cheese alarm, though. Really, that alarm, that alarm should be reserved for when the book mentions cheese or bread. I'm just setting. I'm just setting up a precedent so that the audience knows that 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 sound's going to be showing up quite a bit throughout this season, and they can hit the unsubscribe button anytime they want. You can, but you won't. So, with those images going into Boar's head, I think that kind of creates that makes Boar's into sort of a sleeper agent. He's going to be subconsciously looking for these Ah. signs. Like the Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, subconsciously looking for these signs, like a wolf, or maybe he smells wolf fur off of Perrin's, Perrin's uh, handsome head. Off of off of his crotch? I don't know. <laughs> Some, I'm sorry. I know. What you, uh, it's okay. But eventually, I'm just saying, probably going to meet a... Young wolf lass. Mm-hmm. Move it. Let's move on. Let's move on, please. I don't want to stay here. No, no, it's okay. At the end of this chapter, <laughs> Bors is escorted to uh, escorted to his room, and he just kind of ruminates on the task and everything that's kind of going going on with this whole situation. And I have a whole bunch of questions here that involves organizing an event like this. So when I start reading this, oh, big time. What do you so? How do you invite all these people? How do you know everybody is a dark friend, and how do you know that the addresses are all up to date when you're sending these? This invite I think out? it's got to be something. It's got to be similar to the uh, Voldemort approach, 
You know how like he's just back and everyone's there and everyone's just like coming to his meetings and mm. like everybody just is uh You know, how are we doing it? At least over there in that world you can be like owls and you know, Alakazam magic. But here I guess we can be like that here too. <laughs> so my answer is uh Alakazam magic. Alakazam magic. Do you think they're teleported here or do they all kind of have to like travel up? Because remember this castle, the castle that they're in is by Shale Ghoul. And if I remember correctly from the map, Shale Ghoul is very close to the northwest <laughs> end of the map. map. And if and if that's the case, then this guy would have had to travel from Terabon, which is in the south or uh Southeast. Shell Ghoul's like the ne- the northeast. Northeast. It's like the very tip. It is. Of the map. So did he travel all the way up there? Was he already kind of in the area anyways? How what does he know of the battle that just happened with Rand and uh all the tr- that huge Trolloc army at the end of Eye of the World? You know? Did that did that not happen right there? That happened like pretty much there. If not just kind of removed into the blight area. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz uh But how we don't even I guess we don't know how long after this is. No, we don't know. I mean, we don't know this, how much of This this Basilmon has to be Basilmon actually. I think it's got to be as well. Coming from that that introduction thing. Um it's got to be. And you know what? It really just seems like like this whole like Basilmon Dragon Reborn over and over through time or through through the ages mm-hmm. over and over again they battle it just seems like an ongoing like chess competition or something yeah and Basilmon just like really wants to win the next one yeah so he's got this man named Bors and he's like listen dude like fucking i cannot lose this age <laughs> i am down 3-1 yeah and it, it's like it is i got to win this bracket bullshit it reminds me... They don't even know that they're the dragons yet this time. Re- and I know. It reminds me of, like, that more, like, philosophical battle between good and evil that happens in The Stand. You know how, like, it, it the line is drawn mm. down the middle where this side is bad and that side is good. But in this case, this happens, like, kind of on repeat over millennia. You know? They just kind of recircle it. And every time, like, they come to a, they come to a head, that's when the wheel of time restarts, you know? And then well, he mentions it at it one point that uh, he mentions something about he, he won't lose in this age. And Boris is like, what mm. the fuck are you talking about? Age? I don't give a shit. I just got age. here. No age. What? This guy gave me a mask. What? Who are you? I'm a man named Boris. <laughs> Probably not even named Boris. Here's a, here's another thing about the whole mask, the whole masking up thing. Um, wouldn't you want all your dark friends, like all your little minions, to kind of have to be relatively familiar with each other? What's the benefit of being anonymous to each other? You know what I mean? Well, it's probably like a personal benefit still. Maybe they're not fully committed. I guess if one gets captured, then they can't like mm-hmm. rat out the rest of the dark friends. But at the same time, like also, it's just like your spooky guy, your you you know your spooky guys, your this whole spooky club, your evil <laughs> like. Everyone wants to wear a mask. Uh, yeah. Everyone wants a good excuse to wear like a fucking, you know, goat mask or something. Yeah. Show up. You know. He's like, Boris is like, look, I spent, be... 
I spent like dark and ominous forty dollars. I spent forty dollars to get this mask, and yeah, I'm gonna fucking wear it. Do you know how much these masks cost? A party city. <laughs> I found this on. I got this on Kijiji for seventy five, c- and that's at least twenty five percent savings. I had to carry this fucking thing all the way from Terrebonne up to Shale Ghoul. That is not a short trip. <laughs> all right. Do you know how many bars I had to play at? Shitty, shitty, shitty bars. <clears throat> playing dumb. So I do <laughs> music. So I do want to say I do want to point out the Trollocs, the first two Trollocs that that bring yeah that uh, bring him in. One of them is very. One of them is a bird. One of them is a bird man, and one of them is a goat man. And is that the case, I eh? couldn't help but get the the Muppets, uh, Sam the Eagle, <laughs> and then there's like a there's another there's like a goat Muppet too in uh, Muppet Treasure <laughs> Island, and I just couldn't get them out of my head. And uh, I think, oof, I feel like we are really missing out on a Muppets Wheel of Time adaptation. Oh, my but God. But I don't know. Wheel of Time is, is really in the zeitgeist. The Amazon Prime show's happening. We got the Muppets coming back. There's a new Muppet show, so fingers crossed because, oof. That's got to be, uh, be like a real bad bread and cheese dream where, you know, R- Rand wakes up in a cold sweat from a dream where where, the, <laughs> where Muppets are just kind of like, he's like, ah, Trollocs. But it's just Kermit. Hmm. Well, the Muppets have, like, the Muppets always do fun stuff like that. Anyone, you know, I just gotta, I gotta declare on this podcast, like, I am, I am pro Muppets. I'm big. I'm oh. a Muppet. I am a Muppet. <laughs> Jim Henson made me. And I constantly have a hand up my ass. Oh. But, big fan of the Muppets. And Muppets always do, uh, there's always been, like, different spoofs and, and stuff that they do that are really fun. You know, you ever seen that one where they all sing Bohemian Rhapsody? I love it. That's fine. I think, That's I think fine. it's so That's great. Like You're totally right. No, I think a Wheel of Time. I think a Wheel of Time Muppet crossover. They did one for Lost. They did a. They did a audition tapes for Lost. We should go. Also, going to declare on the podcast, big fan of Lost. Oh yeah! Wow. All right. We're gonna get. We're gonna get into Lost this season. We're gonna get into Twin Peaks. We're gonna get into Muppets. This season's packed. This is the best season of this fucking show. You guys don't even know. Don't even listen to the other two. Actually, listen to the other two. You do yourself a favor. You can hear of the evolution of of this yeah. nonsense. <laughs> yeah, Another thing Pokemon. about those those Trollocs, though, this is what I was thinking when I was uh, thinking about those Trollocs. This is a large event. You know, a hundred people are here. Who's the party planner? Is it the Mirdral? Is it the Trollocs? Yeah. Who's on transportation? Yeah. Is that individual? Yeah. Is that on every? I want to talk about. I want to talk crafty. I want to talk catering services. What are these people eating? Bread and cheese, baby. You know, how long are they out there? <laughs> like, we, what's going on? Yeah. Well, and on top of that, do you have to wear a mask the entire time you're out there? Or can you kind of, you know, take the mask off? Yeah, like, can you take the mask off when you have to eat? Do you have to, like, constantly sanitize? Does it matter, like, where you take the mask on, where you take the mask off? Do we, do, do people, do, do we really have to limit to five or six people in one gathering? What is the... <laughs> These are the real questions. What is the shower situation here? Is it a group shower situation? Do you have to shower with your mask on? Because what if this guy comes into the shower? <laughs> do you have to sanitize while you're in the shower? <laughs> Somebody else comes into the shower while you're in the shower, but your mask is on. But do you have to sanitize? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. The answer is always yes. Where's your, where's your mask? Uh... When you go into the shower, you got your mask on, but you're trying to hide your identity from people. But you've got a you got a teddy bear tramp stamp that the entire group knows about, and they as soon as they see that, they're like, "That's Gary." 
I know that. I could... Yeah, you're you're old uh, Ogier Gary over there with you know the teddy bear tramp stamp. Two dicks, <laughs> old two dick Gary. It's pretty hard to hide that one. Yeah, come on, man. No, there's you know, and it's real time. It's fun. People have all sorts of t- numbers of genitals. It's fun. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 just this whole event just rot like just raises so many questions more than it's it's answers and i think they're not going to come back to this whatsoever but i think we are going to get the answers i there's a possibility that the rest a good chunk of this book is just this guy trying to figure out just party planning (laughs) just party plan or chapter three just cuts to a party planner who's just like it's a mirror draw it's a it's a it's a mirror draw party planner hmm, or a jacar 500 trollocs 200 mirror draw yeah, it's a, it's a mirror party planner. It's just like... <laughs> 200 trollocs? We were supposed to have olives! Where are the we olives? We needed vegetarian options. <laughs> Not everyone eats meat. Uh, I love it. Uh, that's pretty much where I want to wrap up today, Steve. Any Any final thoughts that you want to give us? Nope. Nope. That is it for the prologue of the Great Hunt. And I can't, uh, I really, we we really can't express, uh, you know, how much it has really meant to us. That there, there are people out there that have been with us from day one and you're here, oh. back, on day 300 or whatever it is, 200, 400. For season three, and I can't be more excited. Don't I sound excited? I, I I do want to point out that I've been paying attention because I am to paying attention to the download rates, uh, and seeing where the most downloads are coming from. Yeah, flex and flex, flex, flex. Hey, no, 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 that's not really a flex. I'm not telling you how many downloads we've got. That's we've that's got a very important downloads. point. But recently, in the past, oh, I don't know month or so we've seen a huge uptick from yep. big spike from the good state of wisconsin and the this cheese is, state the cheese state and i didn't know that when i found that out when i saw that number i was like oh, oh i knew inter- that interesting i'm a big fan of cheese and i always have been and the first thing i ever heard about wisconsin was a cheese state. Some, like when i was really really young i i don't know i forget who it was but i told someone i hey i love cheese and they said you're gonna want to check out uh, wisconsin because it's a cheese state. And you know what? That always stuck with me. Huh. Interesting. You know what? We're probably in the paper yep. in some Wisconsin town. Like, hey, these guys talking about cheese on a podcast. This is our dumb faces. So, uh, yeah. So, with that being said, we're really excited to introduce our our new segment, which is uh, what's going on in Wisconsin. Yeah, what is going on? It's going to be the top of every show. What is going on in Wisconsin? And uh, we're going to review new types of cheese. We're going to review uh, local events. <laughs> And, and uh, not go to them. That's I, I would really like to review, review the different types of those cheese hats they get and different brands, to, to, where to get your best cheese hat. Because, listen, uh, Wisconsin, we got to lean into this. We know, we, hey, we didn't choose you, but you chose us. All right. As a as a little taste. So get some bread. As a little taste. I just, uh, I just pulled up a, a recent news article from the Twin Cities. <sighs> oh. Pioneer Press, the twin, the twin CDs, twin CDs, uh, Pioneer Press in Wisconsin. Headline reads: 
Booze to go approved by Wisconsin Senate. And it does seem wow. like. Uh, that sounds great. So if you could get booze to go and then maybe pick up a bread and cheese basket on your way on your way home. Now you're cooking. Look, like these guys are ahead. Like this is the future I want to live in. Looks like they they yeah it it's, it sounds really advanced. Bars and restaurants are will be able to sell mixed drinks and glasses of wine in tamper evident seals. I don't know what that means, but tamper evident. So 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 you know like a like how when you buy a when you buy a weed drink, it's a sippy cup. They're gonna give you a sippy cup. Yeah, but <laughs> no, it has a fucking seal on. I know it. I know it. You can't mean. be tampered with. I know what you mean. Like um. Like a like a like a like a like a firewall, but you can hack it if you're a hacker. They're living in the future, man. They're, they're living right. in the future. You know what we've talked about off mic? How there's a, there's a threshold that we pass. Sometimes sometimes the end of the episodes are good. Sometimes we're wrapping up, and sometimes we go right past it. Well, we went right to it. We didn't go fucking past it. Ah! Listen. It's the first. It's our second, technically, episode of season three, but we gotta let you know where to get us. Laid out, Steve. Get us on Twitter. Follow us. Tweet us at chapter by chapter pocket. Nope. Twitter is at chap by chap. Instagram at chapter by chapter podcast. Or you can always email us. Which are our most favorite emails? Like we've had some good. <laughs> I said they are our most favorite. What am I even talking about? Emails are our favorite. We have emails though backed up. Like we 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 say it a lot. Give us recipes. Give us we we have stuff we need to address from months ago. So this is the thing: if you write us an email, expect that it's going to take a long time for us to get to it because it will. And with that being said, we will see you back back on a daily schedule. It's good to say for chapter one of. The Great Hunt!